You just notice in the trailer they had that one shot of like her midriff as she was like tightening her shirt and something. I'm like, what the fuck? It's just to be like, hey. Welcome to the Cricket Table Podcast. This is Rob. This is Freddie. On this episode, we're going to do a recap of all the trailers that have been dropping. It's been raining trailers left and right in the last week or so. Um, plus, I figured, you know, since last time we, we talked about the uh, Captain America Civil War trailer, I was I don't want any us to be accused of being pro-Marvel and anti-DC. So I was like, all right, we got to get in here and talk about Batman v Superman. Otherwise, it's like, it's like, it's like politics. We have to give equal time to both candidates. Yes. <laughs> so to speak. Yes. So, uh, so start, so how, you know, what's going on with you? Anything new? Um, nothing much, Rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, nothing much, just watching the, the same stuff. I, I was actually getting involved in this show on Spike called Sweat Incorporated. Okay, what's that about? It's, uh, it's about, it's kind of like a shark tank, but with fitness products. And, okay, that's cool. And you go in there, it starts off where they sh- they show off their fitness products and then they eliminate one right off the bat after seeing the products and hearing, you know, like what it's about and where where they're specializing for. And then um, <clears throat> as it goes into the next round, they, they get like a test subject. So they get like a man and a female that are out of weight, uh, out of shape. Right. You know, and um, and they they do them. They they uh, they train them with their product for like 30 days. And you know, see the results. See the results later, and then they they after what their 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 body fat reduction is and and everything, it shows like which products better, and um, also they do this uh, open gym concept where where people go and they'll like try each of their products for fifteen minutes, right? And they'll switch it, you know. So it's a it's a cool show, but I think it's gonna get canceled because a lot of people. It's very it's are a very it. yeah it's a very niche like subject matter I would imagine. Yeah, it's a, a lot of people. Not a lot of people are grasping at it. Right, right. As I hope, it's a really fun show, but it's uh, you know. Well, I'm I'm about halfway through with Jessica Jones. I'm I'm stretching it out nice and nice and long so I can. Savor every moment until still still talking until we it. get there. But yeah, I'm like halfway through it. I'm in episode about to start episode six. Can't talk about you with Jessica so, Jones. No, we can't talk about it in detail. But okay. But that's what that's pretty. I mean, TV wise, that's kind of all I've been watching. Have you really. seen Ridiculous Six yet? No, I'm Sandler. not planning on watching You're that. I don't like. No, I don't like I don't Adam Sandler why. really. Yeah. I haven't. I can't remember the last good. The last good Adam Sandler movie I saw was probably The Wedding Singer. To be honest. Yeah, you're probably not. I mean, did you say? Did you see Pixels? I like, I like, I like. Yeah, Pixels was fun. Some moments were fun. It was, it was but overall, it wasn't a good movie. I mean, you're not. Peter Dinklage made that movie. Yeah, like, I know. He was but, the best part there. Yeah, but you have to look at these movies that like, they're, they're not necessarily going to be like the the best movies you've ever seen. But did you come out of the movie theater entertained? I, yeah. I nah. well, maybe not you, but <laughs> maybe not me. <laughs> But, well, I mean, there must be a market for it. Netflix must be seeing a lot of people watching whatever Adam Sandler movies they had streaming yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Because so they signed him to that four-movie deal, and this is the first one. Yeah. Because, you, you know, they're exclusive Netflix original movie type So deal, people so. still watch his movies. Apparently, and yeah. They might not be, like, the best of comedies, but they're, they're still uh, somewhat entertaining. Right. I so. need to catch up on... I like Blended. 
Oh, I, I might I, get I a lot like of that. heat for that, but <laughs> I didn't care for that either. <laughs> I saw I have reviews of both that and Pixels and a bunch. But I feel like that's one of his yeah, better movies of of, well, of the ones of late. I guess. I mean, I didn't see Jack and Jill, and that's my boy because I've heard how terrible they were. But I mean, I saw several of the other ones before that yeah. that were terrible. Yeah. So it's gotten to that point where I'm like, okay, not not interested. Yeah, you're passing that. Basically, yeah. I I just need to catch up on Beasts of No Nation. Which yeah, is the one I want to do that there. too. I started watching a few minutes yesterday, and then I got distracted with something else. But I need to watch that because that's getting like awards buzz. And, and it's such. hard to it's hard to get yourself in that mindset. To well, because you it. know that's going to be heavy, so you yeah. guys got to brace in to be like emotionally like wrecked for the rest of the day after that, pretty much. Yeah, and most of the time I want to watch something that's going to entertain me, right? So or a little, either... or at least not like not ruin your your whole you know your whole day and your mood for that. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, so I need to watch that because that was the first Netflix original. And I was seeing a lot of trailers for The Big Short. What do you think about The Big I Short? I want to see that. I haven't. I'm I'm behind on a lot of the big Oscar buzz movies right now. Yeah. Um, just because I've been trying to catch up with some other some other work and things like that. And right now it's this week's all about Star Wars. Yeah. So, but after that, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to checking out The Revenant and The Hateful Eight, Spotlight, and some of the other ones that are getting because the Golden Globe and SAG Award nominations all came out. In The, the Big Short. Weeks. It, all of them, they uh, all the actors like Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, they all they don't look like them at all. Yeah, they they I don't know. They put like old person like they all look weird. You know, they <laughs> they don't look like them. The right. actors. Yeah, they don't look like like these uh, Hollywood sex symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they it it was it's different. <laughs> yeah, well, it's and that that's cool because that's like the first. It's it's sort of a comedy slash drama from what I've heard, but it's the first movie with dramatic elements in it from Adam McKay, the guy who did Anchorman and Step Brothers and yeah, uh, the other guys. Yeah, so I'm kind of interested to see how he does with a little bit of a different genre for him. Okay. So anyway, so I guess we should delve right into. We have many different trailers to talk about, so let's just go first with Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Now a lot of people are talking about this. This trailer gave away too much. Like they showed way too much, way too soon, and we didn't really need. Like it looks like they, it basically maps out the whole the whole story. It's like Act One, these people meet, and then they're like, "I don't like you." Blah blah blah. Act Two, they fight, and then Lex Luthor pits them, pitting them against each other, building up to Act Three, where Lex Luthor Creek, you know, they probably come to some kind of peace with each other, and Lex Luthor's like, "Fine," and then. If man won't kill God, the devil will do it and creates what looks to be doomsday yeah. for the third act battle with the, you know, the Trinity of yeah. the, the three heroes be, against um, him. So it might be an X-Men United situation where it's, uh, it's too much in one movie. Yeah. Because it seems like there's a lot going on. I, I also feel though that maybe they were just trying to throw a lot at us because, mm-hmm. Civil War came out, and that They're was like, we have big, to over, we have to outdo yeah, so it. They have to compete with Civil War trailer as well, well. They're at a disadvantage though because Marvel's had twelve movies to establish all those characters. So when they show us Falcon, you know we know who that is. We we don't have to be like this. Now all these people, it's you know what I mean. Batman yeah. v Superman sort of jumping in and be like, oh yeah, here's Batman and here's Lex Luthor and here's Wonder Woman and here's Doomsday and here and we have confirmed at least appearance, at least cameos by Aquaman and uh, and the Flash. Flash yeah. So they're really sort of like piling it on, being like, here's all these people at once that you need to meet now for the first time. So I just hope they don't. the movie doesn't get really bogged down in, 
introducing the character and like you know what i mean because mm-hmm. we know batman we know who batman is you don't have to tell us how his, what his backstory is and what batman's all about we get it yeah save the wonder woman backstory for the wonder woman movie which i don't i've heard is probably going to be set before batman v superman which okay. makes sense to yeah. sort of lead into her appearance here and why she um, came there in the first place, right. maybe? That's that's some of the rumors I've heard, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see about that. Because uh, I don't know, she might just come out of the blue. Right. And then, as it seems in the trail, it looks like she just <laughs> comes out of the blue. she was with you. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to have a scene where it's like, quickly like, I have to go to Earth, they need me. Yeah. You know? I think she's just going to, I don't think we're going to see cut to Earth where the she mascara. goes and, I, yeah. Or you know the, the where she came from. I don't think we're gonna see any of that in this be movie. Time to show which that. I hope not. If they do, they're gonna ruin it because then they really would just be cutting from one thing to another. Yeah. yeah. But what was your what was your general impression of the trailer? Like, are you are you more or less excited to see the movie? And um, you know, do you do you think they showed too much? I guess I'm excited. I, I I'm more excited to see the movie because. Um, because I know Wonder Woman has a larger role in it too, right? And uh, some of the action sequences were really cool, right? Um, yeah. I'm a little worried about it though because because taking on because too much. It, it it looks like there's a lot to to that, that that there's going on there, right? But I don't know. I if it if it's if it's if it's done well in the script, it, they can put a lot of stuff. Depends how they handle it's, it all. It's is what difficult, it is right now. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I wish they hadn't really revealed Doomsday. There's not going to be much backstory or anything. Though. Well, we hope. I mean, if there is, then it's really going to be sort of disjointed as hell. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they hadn't re- revealed Doomsday. I think that would have been a cool... like, And especially if that moment where she deflects the blast of whatever... Because that, that scene also looks like it's cutting together a couple different scenes to create maximum effect for a trailer. So I'm sure there still are things that they're not showing us, but if that is Wonder Woman's like first appearance in costume, they spoiled what could have been like a cheer-worthy moment in theaters. Yeah. There. Um, so what did you think about Lex Luthor? The Jesse Eisenberg, goofy Lex Luthor. I, I liked it. Um, it it goes, He goes over the top with it a little Lex bit. Lex Luthor's usually over but, the top at some But level. yeah, it's just... It's just He's trying to play like a whimsical version of Lex Luthor, right? So, I think he's trying to he's trying to have that lightness that like Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor had, uh-huh. but still like, I don't I don't know, still hamming it up a little bit more. Um, do you think he's gonna be? Do you think he's gonna become bald during the course of the movie? Or do you think he's wearing a wig? I think that he'll become bald. During the course of the movie or next movie. Okay. I don't even know if he's going to be bald in this movie. I've seen movie. pictures, like promotional stills, with him bald. So I'm assuming that sometime, in at least by the end of the film, he, he'll become bald. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I feel like, I still feel like the best, the best Lex, Luthor, Lex Luthers have been on television. I still feel like Michael Rosenbaum in Smallville and John Shea and Lois and Clark still had the more interesting Lex Luthers. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, television... You have more time to develop them, I you guess. You have more time to develop thing. in television. And in movie, you have to assume certain things. Right. I've already said this before. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I just... I wish they would have saved Doomsday for, like, a Justice League movie or something. Or well, a Superman, a specific, like, Superman movie. Well, I mean, he, he, he evolves over the course. Like, isn't his thing that he, he gets killed and then comes back, but stronger? Yeah, I know, but... So, I mean... I don't know how that'll work in, in movies, though. Because you can't have the same villain 
over and over and but over you again. Well, Most of the time. Don't marvel that. How many times are they going to put Loki and stuff? Well, I know, but he never dies. Okay. You well, know? does Doomsday? Well, if Doomsday dies, he comes back stronger. Right. You know? So, I mean, there's always the and chance isn't that they Doomsday the one here. that kills Superman and everything? Right. That's, that would be a good, like, story. Some people have speculated that maybe they're going to have him show up here and they defeat him. Air quotes, defeat him. And then he comes back and then there you have your main villain for a Man of Steel sequel. Like, a proper Man of Steel sequel. Yeah, exactly. But I, I normally what they do is they either... They normally kill the bad guy just because if he's going to be a, a bad guy in a sequel, they won't... And then it'll be like the same movie. You right. know what I mean? They want to differentiate each movie right, by right. having a different bad guy. Yeah, well, I mean, so I we grew up with where that was always the case in superhero movies. It's like, you go see a Batman movie, you're like, okay, who's he fighting this time? All right, the Penguin and Catwoman? Well, I'm, I know they're going to be gone somehow or other by the end of this. Yeah. And then the next movie will be somebody different. Yeah, unless unless they, like, do it where it's like a, a villain, like, teaming up or something. Right. But I don't think they'll do... A villain all by himself all over again right you know right so i don't know i mean even the dark they could, movies... they could if they made him like even like of course he's stronger once you kill him so it might be a whole different thing right. so maybe i don't know well that might be where they go with it but... i'm really i really like ben affleck's batman though and i've been saying that for the longest time when the internet exploded and people were like what the hell no but i guess that's the only way <laughs> pulling a darth vader no <laughs> i thought i was i've been an affleck defender for the longest time and i think i think he's going to be i think he's going to he's going to nail it yeah i think i don't understand why people have such beef with him yeah ben pretty affleck. much because there's of a couple even, movies that he did wrong i didn't even think daredevil was that bad like i mean it's not the greatest movie the director's cut is is admittedly much better than the theatrical version yeah but i didn't think affleck was what ruined that movie and you know of course now i think charlie cox is a better daredevil but again it's like you said we had 13 hours to hang out with him and only two hours to hang out with with affleck's version so yeah yeah i i think uh though for um the movie uh, the Superman movie, that it it needs, like, a big bad guy, though. Yeah, also. we have to. It's super, because yeah. they need a... Because Superman and Batman need to find a common difference, like, a, a common uh, goal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, okay, we both want to try and stop bad guys. Maybe we shouldn't fight each other and instead well, they'll realize together. They'll realize that Lex Luthor's you know, pitting them against each other at yeah. some point throughout the movie, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then also, you know, he already has, like... They show like uh, Robin. It looks like it's Robin. It looks costume like Robin's that the Joker so... killed or right, something. Right. Right. Do you think Jared Leto's gonna be in this or? I don't think he's gonna be in this. I think they're gonna allude to him, but I don't think we're really gonna see him until Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, they do need somebody to team up again against. That would be cool if they did like a flashback or something. We've I've heard that we might see something with, with that. Jared Leto. That, that's a possibility. It hasn't been you know confirmed at this point, but. I mean, they're they're really setting the stage for them to do a Red Hood story in in a in a the Batman solo movie that's been rumored. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you know your comic books, the death of the Jason Todd Robin ties directly into the Red Hood storyline. Yeah. With the Joker and all that. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen that animated film that they did under the Red Hood? No, no. I saw that recently. That was actually really good. Um, but I mean, it's true they do need someone to team up against. I mean, the, and the title is Dawn of Justice, so clearly they're just. It's like it's a precursor to the Justice League movie in yeah. a lot of ways, 
And I'd rather have them team up against someone like Doomsday than like Lex Luthor in a metal suit, like you know his yeah. mech suit that he does in the comics and the cartoons and stuff. I mean, that would be. I feel like that would look goofy as hell. Yeah, in a movie. That's true. So a lot of people saying that Doomsday looks like the Abomination, but it's like, well, I mean, you know, there's only so many ways to create a CG creature, and like you, you know, like we said, I'm sure he's going to evolve. It looks like one of those uh, trolls from Lord of the That's Rings. the other one, yeah. That's the <laughs> other one I've heard. And then the or, Ninja Turtles or, from or Harry ones. Potter. The, the, the troll from Harry Potter, too. <laughs> they all have trolls. Yeah. All right, yeah, so he's any, like, anything else? It's like a combination of a troll and and the other one. The, it's a troll hybrid. Yeah, it's a troll hybrid. So uh, one of the things that I've seen that some people have compared his look to is actually the Ninja Turtles in the last year's movie, which is a nice segue into... Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, which also had a trailer drop. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Every day I've been turning on the internet or going on Twitter and they're like, oh, new trailer for them. I'm like, what the hell? Since when? I didn't even know that was coming. Yeah. Um, so what did you, I know you, you know, people can famously listen to our uh, our podcast, I believe it's The Fandom Menace, uh, to hear, our, hear us discuss last year's Ninja Turtles. And I know you were not the biggest fan of that. No, I didn't like it. And I was Primarily sort of, a, of Megan Fox. I was sort of a guilty pleasure defender, being like, "Well, it's not that bad. I like these characters. Leave it alone." Um, so, what did you, what did you think about the I trailer like for the and sequel? Team better than that. Oh well, like, I mean, if we're being honest, yeah. I, I mean, it's a better movie, but I like the new one better. I think than I've. I don't know. I don't know. I'm mixed on it. They're all. None of them are as good as the original one from 1990. Oh no, no. At least not yet. Not, so we'll but... see. Maybe. But this one, it looks uh, it looks more entertaining and more fun, and it looks like we have less Megan Fox, right? Which also is always good. Well, I mean, it's I, I don't want, but that's the thing. I don't care if, if you who you have playing April O'Neil. It's not supposed to be about April O'Neil. Yeah. It's supposed to be about the turtles. It's not called April O'Neil. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. So she's supposed to be second string to you know to their story. Um, and it looks like in the course of the movie that that. That seems to be the case more now. Yeah, and I like that we get Casey as well. So Casey Jones coming back finally. So that'll that'll be nice. Plus, let's not let's not bury the lead. Bebop and Rocksteady, who have been waiting for forever, their first live action appearance. Yeah. They were actually supposed to be in the first Ninja Turtles too, but I guess there was some internal like disagreement about that or copyright related or something, and uh, and so they were replaced with Toka and Raza. If you remember from Ninja Turtles 2, they had that, like, giant, like, mutated wolf and then, like, a snapping turtle or something. Yeah. Um, though that was initially supposed to be Bebop and Rocksteady. So so now we're getting them here, finally. They're getting, into, they're getting their, their time in the spotlight. So how, what do you, how do you feel about, about that? I mean, you didn't grow up with the, the series, the original cartoon, the way that I did. No. But, you're, I mean, you're familiar I enough with it. You were like, cartoon. hey, it's Bebop and Rocksteady. I was like, yeah, yeah, I still watch the cartoon. But yeah. I didn't... I, I, you know, not like you did. Like yeah, you, you didn't have all the toys like I did. I had the Technodrome and no. all that shit. Yeah. Um, no, I, I liked it. I thought that, I thought they would look a lot weirder, but it ended up being not too... I, the thing that I like about this bad. about this movie is that they're keeping a little bit of the darkness and the edge and the edginess from, like, the earlier films, but it feels like... It feels a lot more cartoony to me. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, when you're working with the premise of, oh, these turtles... That got mutated, and now they're giant turtles that do ninja yeah, exactly. moves and run around New York City. It's going to feel cartoony yeah. anyway. And, and have Bebop and Rocksteady. Right, so now they fight giant warthog and a giant rhino. I mean, the yeah. whole thing is sort of ridiculous. Yeah, so it has to have sort of like a, 
a light comedy yeah exactly um feel to it as well exactly yeah. i feel like and i feel like this they, they nailed that tone thus far in what i've you know based on the trailer at least and that you know they have the turtle van they have casey jones they're bringing all these classic elements from the animated series to to make it you know much more uh well-rounded popcorn flick that's essentially a live-action cartoon yeah yeah, I think it'll. I it think doesn't it'll. have to feel grounded. They could look like CG creatures because they're not. They're, how you? There's no way to ground it. It's just. It's just, the whole concept is so ridiculous already. Yeah, it feels like it's a lot. It feels like it's going to be a lot more, uh, like entertaining. Yeah, than, more fun uh, and less dry, like the first one than was. The first one. And it seems like they have a distinct vision with this one, whereas the last one they were like, we're going to tell this story, but then you know there was a lot of production issues that the things got rewritten and re-edited and reshot and all that seems like they know what they're doing here mm-hmm. and, they, and you know and they're they're setting out to get it right from the beginning um tyler perry is also i don't know if you saw him in the trailer yeah he looked like a like a mad neil degrasse tyson a little bit um <laughs> he's playing baxter stockman who in the original cartoon and some versions of the story is the guy that becomes that like like fly creature Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, based on based on the fact that they put him in here, and you know the new other new characters are adding, as well as like there's one part where there's things falling out of the sky. I don't know if they're like like ships or something. It looks like they're leading us right into Dimension X, which is uh, in the cartoon, which was that alien, the brain creature, Krang. There was like this alternate dimension thing going on. So it looks like they're leading into that. If not during this movie, then definitely the third one. Yeah. Which is really cool, and they maybe like the end of this movie, and then it'll set it lean up for into the it, third one, like yeah. a mid credit scene with Krang or something. Yeah, yeah. So that would be cool because I mean that's really what fans want to see. It's like embrace the ridiculous of the ridiculousness of this mythos that you have all these comic book and animated series and the history that the franchise has, and bring that to life rather than be like, oh, and they're here, and then I guess we should create a bad guy for them. It was like, why you have yeah. so much to draw upon? I don't understand. Yeah, because the people that are going to be watching it are either people like you that have you know like uh they've watched the cartoons they got the toys yeah you know they grew up with this stuff for a nostalgic reason right or the little kids that are watching the are watching it now show, and they're yeah. gonna embrace it anyways because it's goofy and funny exactly and it has a little bit of action and it, and and so and they watch also the the ones that are on cartoon now yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I, those are the main audiences, and if you embrace it, and you and you and you and you cater to those two categories, you, you can't go wrong. Yeah, and it, so. and it seems like they're getting a little bit of the best of both worlds here. Yeah. So that's cool. It sounds like you're cautiously optimistic about it, which is which is. A little. Which I'm, is I'll nice watch it. I'll watch it. Cool. There you go. I I I'm all, I'll always, I'll give a second chance just because it looks it does look very entertaining. Right. Okay. And it it looks funny. And they have uh, the their 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 uh, their mobile thing. What is it called? I don't know. Like the turtle van. Yeah, turtle yeah. van. Yeah. And it looks that looks fucking awesome. It seems too. interesting too because by the title of the film, Out of the Shadows, it sounds like they're gonna actually be sort of known figures in New York. Yeah. Well, like, there was like a, there's a moment scene in there yeah. with Laura the, Linney. Where the the news reporter was saying like who are you and they're like oh, superheroes we're superheroes yeah yeah exactly so so that's cool so going from mutant turtles to mutant X Men what did you think of X Men Apocalypse trailer I, not as I don't I I like it I just I'm not as excited for it of course than Superman and first Batman and Civil War 
I'm also very excited for it though. But, did, but you were you you were a fan. You're a fan of the franchise, obviously. And yeah. You like Days of Future Past. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I like that they are gonna have like Nightcrawler and Storm. Yeah, they're bringing these... pretty much a lot yeah. of the characters back. Um, and it seems like this movie is really sort of serving as a bridge between the first class Days of Future Past cast and then you know the classic characters from the original. You know, like Cyclops, Storm, and Jean Grey. Is Wolverine gonna be in it though? I heard that he was supposed to. I mean, the way Days of Future Past ended, it's like, how do you not have some kind of follow-up to that? Yeah, because um, they pulled him out. Well, yeah, they pulled him out of the water, and we thought it was Stryker. It turned out to be Mystique. So now we're like, well, where did he go? Yeah. Does he end up getting his metal claws? I mean, how did that work? So, I mean, I would think we would need some kind of payoff to that, either in this movie or in, like, the final Wolverine movie. But that's did out. he say that he doesn't want to do too many of... Yeah, he's movies. he wants to. He's pretty much wrapping up his run as Wolverine with the third Wolverine movie that's coming out, um, twenty seventeen. I would assume he would be in this movie at least a little bit, maybe yeah. a couple scenes or something. Yeah, just to give us a clue of what what happened to him after that. But I don't. It doesn't look like he's going to be a major focus like he was in Days of Future Past. Okay, which is good because I mean they because have so much going on here already. You it's don't. It's not really... about Wolverine. It's about right. the younger generation of. You know, like it's it's about the past where it's right. like young Professor X and young Magneto and Mystique and all this. Well, and from what I've heard, this is designed to be the third in that, like the third and final part of that trilogy that started with First Class. You know, where it's really focused on James McAvoy's Professor X and Michael Fassbender's Magneto and Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique and Nicholas Holt's Beast. And those have sort of been like the main four of this trilogy. It's going to be interesting because now it looks like Magneto is one of the four horsemen. So that'll again pit them against each other, even sort of against his will. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about Apocalypse. He does look a little, he does look somewhat goofy. When that when a picture came out uh, initially, people were talking about he looked like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, I could sort of see that, and he looks a little better in this in this trailer. But you don't really get that much of a good look of him, and the only good look, only like straight on look you get of him is like from beneath, yeah. where you could basically see like you know, his neck and his jawline, really, and not really get a full, like, right, you know, right in his face kind of Um, close-up. One of the things, though, that I have a question about is with Wolverine, Mm -hmm. when at the end of Days of Future Past, he goes and everyone's alive and, you know, Jean Grey's alive and all this stuff. Right. But does the Wolverine that's in the past, does he still, he doesn't have memory. No, I don't think he does. So it's still it's old wolverine you know what i mean yeah so he's not gonna know who mystique is he's not gonna know who any of them are because he reverted back to his original self so technically he might not even be really in the movie he might they might just save his life and then he'd be like who the hell are you and then run away you know what i mean (laughs) go fuck yourself (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so I I feel like that's what they're gonna maybe do with yeah. it. So it's like okay, he's there, but he's not gonna be, you know. Right. I think they're he's trying not to be a part of the story right now. They're trying to sort of connect all of them so that it so that um, X Men Apocalypse could conceivably lead into sort of that original X Men movie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. clearly, at the end of Days of Future Past, some of that stuff still happened because they all still knew each other. They were all still at the mansion. You know, it's just, I think basically just wanted to, re- they just wanted to erase last, the last stand, which, you know, I understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's interesting because after this movie, I'm not sure where they're going to take it next. If they're going to really focus on 
now, you know, the young Jean Grey, young Storm, young Cyclops, young, you know, Nightcrawler, and like that crew of X-Men, and then take them on further adventures. Or if they're going to jump back to the future and have, you know, the original cast try and come back. Or if they're going to do an X-Force movie. They've been talking about a million different things. So there's a lot of different ways that this can go. Um, but I'm glad that Rose Byrne's back. Yeah. In any case, I was I missed her in Days of Future Past, and I have a little bit of a Rose Byrne crush. So anytime she shows up in anything, that, that works for me. Um, yeah, they they don't want to they didn't want to maybe put too much too many characters. Well, Days of Future Past, you had I two mean, versions of most of the characters too. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. <clears throat> so it'll be interesting to see how Quicksilver p- plays into it all now because I know we're getting another quick big Quicksilver sequence. But I think it's. I think he's. From what I've heard, he's going to be hunting to find his father, like because Magneto's missing and stuff. So I think he's going to know that it, that's his father at some time between the two movies. Okay. But we'll see. I'm like I'm. I'm interested, of course, because I love the X Men franchise. But I'm. I, I need to see a little more to really get like super hyped about it. I'm sort of like oh, okay, that's, okay. I'm I'm into this, I guess. Yeah. But it's still some of the effects are a little weird, and some of the so many new characters. I mean, new versions of characters being brought in that I'm sort of kind of, you know, awaiting a little bit more information before I, I get my expectations yeah. too high. Too, you're a little hesitant about it. A little bit. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be good because it's Brian Singer and he hasn't made a shitty X-Men movie ever. Yeah. So, you know, but it's it also could be that some of the effects aren't finished and some of that yeah. kind of thing. So we'll see. I like that they're not giving away too, too much about the story they're not telling you everything that's going they on they just show like glimpses of who's going like, to be in it yeah the, who are the four horsemen and that kind of yeah. thing they tell you they more or less tell you that but I like and I like all the like uh, religious symbolism and connections with Apocalypse where it's like oh for her, four horsemen of the Apocalypse and then Havoc is like oh he got that one from the Bible and she's like oh the Bible got it from him and like how they're setting up all this history of mutant kind and Apocalypse being the first one and that uh-huh. that's really cool so that's exciting to see um, so anyway, going from from that little, what did you uh, you hadn't even seen the Independence Day Resurgence trailer until I showed it to you right before we started recording. So what did you know? You were still a little when that first one came out. So are you excited about this? Or are you just kind of like whatever? Yeah, I'm excited because they got um, some of the people from the first movie. They got Jeff Goldblum and and they got would they got like. Three or four other people. That's uh, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman, Judd Hirsch, Vivica Fox, and then I think they have the grown-up versions of the the little kids played by Ross Bagley and Mae Whitman, the president's daughter and you know Will Smith's son. Yeah. But different actors now, which I didn't think is stupid. I don't know why you couldn't just bring those people back. Mae Whitman's still working, so that that's kind of silly. But um, but I mean it's it looks it looks interesting. It's again it's more of a teaser kind of in a way than anything yeah because I really sort of still don't know who most of the other people are Liam Hemsworth is in it but I don't know if I'm what his why I should care is, about him yeah. I'm, I'm sort of lukewarm on Liam Hemsworth in general they're just they're probably just trying to have a younger generation to bring right. into the independence movies well that seems to be the big they have thing that, they have that the, the, there's also a black guy yeah I think that's supposed to be the grown up version of Will's son from the you know from the oh, first okay. one so maybe maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're try- same thing like in Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I was gonna to- say. It oh, okay. seems to be the new thing with franchises is that they're instead of just you know rebooting it, they're just being like, all right, well let's let's acknowledge that that happened, and now pick it up in quasi real time. And be like, all right, where are with we the now? Younger generation. Yeah, they do that with they did that doing that with Creed now too. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, and I think that that's a, a stronger way to, to keep franchises alive. I, I mean, nobody wants to see the same things constantly remade and rebooted over and over and over again. So why not just continue that world and be like, oh, like, oh, like in Jurassic World. Like, I love that part where Jake Johnson's sitting there and he's wearing the shirt from Jurassic Park. Yeah. And she's like, don't you think that's in poor taste? He's like, oh, but that par- first park was legit. Oh, yeah. like, that's awesome. Because yeah, so the, obviously he had, being like, we all love that first movie. But this is something Jeff different. Jeff Goldblum's book there, Yeah, too, that was so great. You could tell, like, where he's coming from, though. He's essentially Because the he fan reads bo- Jeff Goldblum's book. Right. It fits with his whole uh, character. Right. That... Like, the things that he says is kind of, like, in in keeping with what uh, Jeff Goldblum's character yeah. had said. Yeah. So. And he's the Jurassic Park fanboy. Like, as if one of us jumped into the movie and was like, yeah, but that first one was awesome. Yeah. You know? And I think that kind of thing is cool. That you you just, you acknowledge that history and then you just move, move on and, and start a whole new chapter set in that world. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like Independence Day is trying to do, trying to do that. And, you know... Bringing back, I feel like everybody's making a big stink about the fact that Will Smith is not in it. But I mean, because he turned it down essentially. You know, he's made so many sequels to other things. I think he's just like, eh, I don't know if I really need to revisit. Yeah, that. he wants to. He 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 wants to go into new territory. Now. Which makes sense because I've heard the Deadshot, his Deadshot is going to also be in the ne- in the next solo Batman movie. So I mean, he's already kind of got like an ongoing franchise thing now. Something else. Yeah. So. I understand why he wouldn't be like, yeah, I want to. I don't know if I really need to go back to that role I played twenty years ago. It's like that was sort of a one-off. I I think it's way more important to the storyline and to the whole legacy part of it, like we were saying, that you have Jeff Goldblum and Bill Pullman back. I mean, I feel like they were more integral. Will Will Smith was just a, was a fighter pilot Did who happened just, to get involved in it because he was working you know, with the military at the time. And just say like, he yeah. was the comedic relief. Sort of, yeah. Jeff Goldblum was the guy that discovered the alien signal, and Bill Pullman was the president that went, was, you know, face off, face to face with the aliens. Remember, he was like, "What do you want? And what do you want us to do?" And he's like, "Die!" And they're, and I'm pretty sure that's gonna have some connection to the why he's, why in this movie he's like having dreams and visions and stuff. So yeah. He was mentally connected to that alien for a yeah. second, so it probably scrambled something in his head a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Um, and the way they did the trailer with that iconic speech intercut over the footage was like real was really powerful so i'm i'm excited to see that i i I wonder if it could really live up to that first one because i mean not to say that that first one's the best movie ever but that made a lot that made a huge impact when it first came out that was like the that was the kind of movie that people that didn't go see movies were like oh my god did you see independence day like yeah who hasn't seen independence day yeah it was one it was that big a deal when it came out and I don't think this movie's gonna be that big a deal because we see, you know, we see landmarks blowing up and crazy shit happening every every week now in movie theaters. Yeah. But I mean, if it taps into that nostalgia in just the right way, we'll see. I mean, I think they're they're planning for this to be sort of a relaunch of the franchise and lead to a third and possibly fourth film. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to see it though. So, Star Trek. Star Trek, yes. So as we know, everybody's get, gearing up for Star Wars with J.J. Abrams behind the camera. Um, which he essentially turned down Star Trek, I guess, to focus on Star Wars. So yeah. what is, you know, I know you liked uh, Into Darkness, I believe, too, right? Yeah, I did. I know some of the hardcore Star Trek fans are, aren't the hugest supporters of these more, more recent films because they sort of stripped a lot of the science out of it and they made it mu- much more adventure films uh-huh. and much more like Star Wars, hence the J.J. Abrams connection and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually I actually like that better. I've never been the biggest Star Trek fan. Yeah, I... I... 
Yeah, I like the the current Star Trek fr- films more than the other ones. They're yeah. a lot more interesting, and uh, it the whole action adventure thing, like you said, it, it's a good uh, it's a good thing for the Star Trek. Yeah, series. Needs, I mean, they they seem so like lifeless. Some of the older some of the older movies. Granted, I've seen Wrath of Khan, which is widely heralded as like the best one, and I didn't I did enjoy that. But I mean, for today's audience, you need it needs you have to have a little more energy to it. Not necessarily has it have to be spectacle and explosions and and you know Beastie Boys on the soundtrack like in the trailer and that kind yeah. of thing. But it has to you have to have a you have to bring a little more something to it in order to stay competitive with the market. Yeah, exactly. I thought they were trying to do like like piggy pa- uh, piggyback on um, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with yeah. the music. Yeah, so I've heard that some people also think that. I think that's definitely possible. Because they're like, oh, that's our biggest competitor, you know, right now, so let's like, yeah. let's add music to make it seem like cool and get um, people in or yeah. whatever. And I was like, oh, come on, this is, that's their thing, you know that, what I That's mean? interesting that you say that because I just read something like a couple of days ago when the trailer dropped about how it's theorizing that that is exactly what they were doing. Yeah. I, I like the Star Trek uh, trailer, but it, it went too fast. I I I, I had no idea what was going on. I have no idea what the, I don't know what the story either. is. It just there was like flashes, and then people would say stuff. Are they and stranded then it went on more a, flashes? They're, they're stranded on a, a distant planet or something? Because they're yeah. like, we have no crew, we have no ship. It's one of those. Like, things what are you getting beamed beamed onto? I don't understand what's happening. It's one of those things where I actually miss the guy that tells you what's going on in a world. Where, <laughs> where they're stranded in an island. You're like, oh, okay, nowhere got it. to go. <laughs> like, I, I almost, I almost missed that guy because right. I was like, oh, what's going on here? Stranded on an island. Oh, okay, I got okay, it. Yeah, I got you. it. <laughs> I was a, thank you, narrator guy. Yeah. Nowhere to go. <laughs> and I think that- searching for help and help finds its way or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I it was like okay I guess this woman is coming here this alien woman is is helping them somehow I guess yeah. and they're becoming friends yeah and... they weren't really highlighting the plot they were just like look action action funny joke action action another funny joke I was I, I, Zoe I Saldana know. screaming at camera yeah. <laughs> she's upset about something want to know what. Check it next year in theaters, y'all. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, Star Trek's never been my thing, but I do like you know, like you said, I do enjoy the, the more recent ones. Uh, so of course I'll see it. I mean, it's not, it's not anywhere near the top of my you know, most anticipated list. It's more like, oh, oh yeah, Star Trek's coming out. Cool, I'll go see that. Yeah. Not like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, when is it? That's yeah. that's how I'm feel about how I've been feeling about Star Wars and how I feel about Batman, Superman, and you know, Civil War and. And, and, you know, probably Ninja Turtles more so than t- Star Trek, honestly. Um, and most people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, it does look sort of... And it does look a little more frenetic, which I think is what they were hoping for, because they got the guy that did Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Six, and, you know, the it's old... It's a very different movie. Yeah. Than what he normally does. It is, but he seems like he's trying to bring that same, like... Fast pace. And that same, like, it's all about family. That same kind of thing to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I did like the joke where, where Bones is, well, at least I'm not going to die alone. Yeah, and, then they, <laughs> and then Spock gets beamed away. That was, was my like, favorite oh, part of the, That was funny. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. It, they have a great cast. It's just, you know, I know I know some people The characters are, are good, too. I like the characters. Yeah. 
It's just the the story or, or the editing or whatever with this trailer. It was like it was killing me. I was like, what? What's well? When going I don't. On? When does it even come out? Like it's sometime in the summer, July or something. I think. I so I'm sure we'll get another trailer b- between now and then. Okay. Uh, and then that you've got like a very quick, I think a very quick glimpse of the, the villain under like a shit ton of prosthetic. It's supposed to be Idris Elba, I believe. I don't know. I feel like they should have made this movie about the Klingon war because the second movie, Star Trek Into Darkness, remember they have that part where they're stranded and, and they're interacting with Klingons because Uhura speaks that language or whatever. And yeah. Sort of hinting at like that there was a like, battle, like a battle was coming with the Klingons. Yeah. I felt like that, that there you go. That, that was, was your gimme, yeah. That should have been like, there you go, there's a third movie. Well, why are we not doing that? Yeah. Um, maybe that's what it's about. Maybe. But the way that the second one ended I was... I wouldn't know. The way the second one ended was them like going off on their voyage and exploring distant planets and that kind of thing. So I think that maybe they're trying to sort of have just have this be, oh, this random mission, they're wandering around, and oh, shit happens, and now they have to figure it out, and then move on to another mission, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. Again, not, not super knowledgeable about Star Trek lore or anything, so... I'll just go in and just expect it, you know, expect it to be fun and then, you know, and sort of take it from there. I'm not going to be one of the, oh, but that doesn't, but in, in Star Trek 4, Kirk said blah, 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 and that doesn't fit with this. It's like, that's not my, I don't, I don't, I don't have that knowledge to drop on. Yeah. And frankly, and I don't, I don't really care they, about it that much. I don't think they're trying to go off of the, the, the show so much. I think they're trying to do their own thing with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they, trying to use it's the already same... alternate timeline, so it's. Yeah. I think they're trying to use, like, the same, like, characters, mythology, and everything. But the they... same character dynamics and everything. Yeah. Pretty much, they, yeah. But they don't want to do the exact same, same thing as the show because it's different. Right. Or the so, previous movies. Yeah. Because that, that was another big complaint of Into Darkness. A lot of people were like, okay, so this is just basically the wrath of khan but like a little different um so we'll see i'm excited to see it though so lastly fantastic beasts and where does it see what i mean there was only the, these are all came out in the last week pretty much i don't know all these huge movies for next year they're just like dropping i i think because a few of these probably ha- are going to be attached to the beginning of star wars and uh-huh. so they're like you know i think they leaked and the studio's just like all right might as well put it out now because it's already out there in a shitty quality so let's put it out oh. officially that's probably what happened with half of them but so fantastic beasts and where to find them of course is the well for people not say of course but for people who don't know is the spin-off of the harry potter franchise focusing on newt scamander and i say i guess i'm saying that right uh the the author of the the textbook on which the film was based um set i think 70 years or so before harry potter ever went to hogwarts or any of that so it's set largely I mean, it seems like it's set largely in America, from what I've heard, that it, we're going to actually meet, like, American wizards and their uh-huh. school and that kind of thing. So that's cool, because, I mean, it, it from what I've heard, it really, uh, it, this movie is going to be closer and closest in tone to Goblet of Fire, as far as, you know, the, the storytelling and the elements that are involved, which, which I take as a great sign, because I think Goblet of Fire is probably one of the best of the movies. Uh-huh. Um, and it's also the one that introduced us to different wizards from different nations and different you know all these different creatures because that was the one where they brought in you know the all the dragons for the first task and um Bobaton and uh crap i'm blanking Durmstrang. yeah the different schools that kind of thing so it gave you more of an international feel for it rather than all right so let's focus on this one school in in great britain and all the kids that go there you know yeah uh 
So it seems like it's going to have more of a globetrotting adventure type tone to it. And it's set in the 1920s, I believe, with Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne at the center of it. So, I mean, there's no, there wasn't a whole lot of footage to go off of, Just but you're a huge Harry Potter fan. I was going to so. say, you definitely did your research because I didn't see any of that oh. shit from Well, this I know, but I, I, you know, I follow this. This is, what I, this, is my, this is my thing, man. This is what I follow. It, it was very... It was, it was obviously a teaser trailer. Right. Well, it was more of an announcement than anything. They're like, hey, this is happening in case you're like Rob and you know about this. Yeah. So, you know, you being a huge Harry Potter fan, what are your what are your thoughts on, I guess, what they showed and then the I new film, what are you hoping to I see? I think it's interesting. I, I would like to see, like, a like like some ties to the original Harry Potter movie. I'm sure you'll see some Either, of the same creatures. like Yeah, some of the same creatures kind of or maybe, like, like uh, going to the same places or... Or I don't know if Dumbledore maybe would be, in, but you don't but want like, it to have too much, too many ties. Yeah, well, then, yeah, I know, then, like, but then it's this guy and like, young Dumbledore chasing him around. Yeah, I know, but you want it to be like, like, oh, okay, it's the same world, though, right? You know, right? Without besides saying it in the trailer, you want to have be, have a sense that it's like in the same world as Harry Potter, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, that's pretty much all. You're... Yeah, there's not a whole lot to to go with. To go off of based but on the he, trailer, he but... opened up the box for like five seconds, and Beast came out. I don't know if I don't. What... Maybe he. I don't know. I don't. I was unclear on if he was the one that opened it. If he was the one. I'm assuming. Are they like spirit beasts? I don't know. It's <laughs> that was weird, right? I didn't understand how that works. It's magic, so they're contained in in a magic box. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's like you know, it's like mythology, and it's Pandora's box, and he opened it, and oh my god, creatures everywhere. Because yeah. clearly something like wrecked the side of that one wall. They're like, oh, some escaped, and there's like a whole like this brick wall in the building that was just smashed open. Yeah. So, so I don't know, and I'm assuming I'm sure that some of those creatures, some of those fantastic beasts, if you will, will be ones that we've seen before in the other films. But I mean, it's supposed to be the beginning of a trilogy, so I'm definitely interested to see where they're gonna take it next, where they're gonna go with that. Yeah, I think that's and that's like. 11, 10, 11 months away. That doesn't come out until Thanksgiving, I think. Next oh, okay. Year. So we have time for so, another Oh, yeah. Trailer. There'll be a few trailers, I'm sure, between now and then. That's that's the craziness. A lot of good movies coming out next year. We're super, super pumped about it. Any any final thoughts from you on any... Which of these are you most excited to see? I think I know the answer to that, but... Yeah, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. I think that's also... I mean, that's also, one, because, you know, we're big comic book fans in general about Batman and Superman. And the fact that I think we're kind of curious to see how DC is going to rise to the challenge considering, you know, with Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of rocking the shit for like the better part of a decade at this point. Plus the fact that this is the second trailer we've gotten and that that's that's only like a couple months away really at this point. Late, I think late March we're looking at. So yeah, I'd have to I'd have to agree with you on that. Although, I mean, let's break it down. I'm going to I'm going to be seeing all of these next year. Oh, yeah. So. So, uh, those listeners, if you want to send us a tweet, let, let me know what you think of the, uh, the, all these new trailers that just came out. Which one are you most excited to see? Send me uh, send me your feedback at Crooked Table. And at Freddy with a Y underscore Yanis, Y-A-N-I-Z. You can also read all our articles at CrookedTable.com. Uh, we're actually going to have a podcast episode coming up in a couple of days, sort of a pre-discussion on star wars and then a follow-up review afterwards so uh yeah so be on the lookout for that and uh we'll catch you guys next time roll credits
This has been a production of CrookedTable.com. All rights reserved. That's the yard of a little KED.